Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Balance of Opinions podcast with your homeboy, Kingy Crush Glass, and my homegirl. This is Free Free La. And Manila. Nai Vinci. So uh, today is a day where we're not trying to be political. We're just, it's just right and wrong. The situation is just clearly right and wrong. There's no us against them, any of that, well, police against people, especially people of color, especially if people with my complexion, <laughs> right? So uh, who wants to start off with their, their, their conversation here about George? Floyd, as well as Tamir Rice. I mean, this is something that's gone on for so long. It's just kind of, you know, it, the names aren't forgotten, but the situation is becoming numbing for me personally. Well, I can start off and say I don't deliberately mean to be political, but the personal is political, point blank, period. If you look at a personal issue that really does, uh, have an effect on you or mean something to you, it's going to be political because we are just as uh, citizens are policed on very, um, a wide range, I should say, of things, you know, of topics. So uh, the personal is political. And that's actually a, a line or a statement that I learned while I was uh, doing women's studies. Okay. And the more that I learned based on any various topic, it absolutely went down to uh, politics. Either there was a law on it or there was something that was um, inhibiting you from being able to do as you choose, blah, 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 in the name of either the common good. Yeah. So they say, right? But it was really mainly some of these things are to police an individual based on whatever that issue is and what their identity is at the time. So... I know that on the whole, this isn't to be a kind of political type pod. Yeah. But for me, it's it's going to come off that way at yeah. times, and I'm not going to apologize for it, <laughs> I guess, is yeah, what I'm should. saying. Right? No, I feel you. I mean, I don't want to apologize, but at the same time, I just have to let people know this is my personal views. Right. This isn't something that you need to follow, or this is... This isn't always right, but in my state of mind for this particular situation, there's only right and wrong. So no matter what I say, remember, there's only right and wrong. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, I, I did a post, I, you guys seen it, you know what I mean? I have a, I have a couple other smokers corners I'm going to drop here soon, you know? I'm Canadian. We're Canadian. We don't see this type of shit. We don't see it to this extent. Absolutely not. And sometimes I wonder if we tend to think being Canadian that we're either immune or we're insulated because the levels of racism are not covert. But, oh, or sorry, they're not overt. But covert racism is just as dangerous. 
especially if and when something happens and then all of a sudden it comes out at you overtly, then you're actually caught off guard because you've got to this place of being fully comfortable or fully almost complacent about it. And then when it comes, it's like a punch in the gut or I don't know, a knee to the neck. You know, we may not fully end up passing away, but you know, covert racism is equally just as damaging to a black life and black progression as it being overt. Yeah. I mean, for, for, for me, what I'm trying to say is I've already experienced racism at a pretty high level in, in uh, Canada and Calgary and Toronto. Do you know what I mean? Like it's never been okay. I have to worry about them shooting me. Right. Right here. It's like, I have to worry about them taking my past and trying to affect my future with it, mm -hmm. which is more on your overt. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, yeah. I would rather have somebody attempt to do that because there's a way for me to, 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 to combat that. Do you know what I mean? I could bring up other things and say, well, you know, this, you can't, there's no reset button. His life is gone mm -hmm. because yeah, somebody well. thought it was cool to, to put their knee on his neck. Like, I sat and watched that. I, I watched the whole video and you like, I couldn't even cry. I was just overly angry. Like the fact that there's people there telling him you're killing the man. He's telling him you're killing me. He's balling up for his kids, his mom. Like he's telling him all the symptoms of somebody who's being suffocated. And then this man goes to the bathroom on himself in the street, dead. That's I. That's what I knew. He was dead. When he all that stuff, I see that come from bond underneath the car. I knew he was dead. Okay. Uh. So just to go back to about the Canada thing. Okay. As me living in Canada for so long, I've never been pulled over by a police. I have never been in a situation with a police where I thought my life was anywhere remotely threatened or anything. And I've been in cars with friends that's been pulled over by police. And uh, the way they talk to the police is, you know, they're profound and rude. But also the police come back and said, well, sir, that's your opinion and that's your feelings. You know? Now, now I imagine I've seen videos. If you in the States and if you talk to a police like that, you're getting dragged out your car. Right, all that type of stuff. If you you've seen plenty of it, people with their kids, and right in front of their kids, they're getting dragged out of the car, getting their windows punched out in front of little kids. And towards the the thing with this guy, I mean, Floyd here, man. Yeah, I saw the video too, and I'm watching the video, and I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't. I, I saw so many wrongs when I was watching the video. I saw so many wrongs. I saw a cop with his hand folded, right? Just standing there. And the, the guy the man put his hand in his pocket to put more pressure on his thigh to no, not kill the man, bro. Not that gentleman. The the other cop. No, uh, I know the Asian the cop was standing. But up. there was two more around the side, kneeling yeah. on the man's legs, like, what the hell is this? No, bring me back to my point is. Does it take three cops to do that to a handcuffed man 
And if it takes three cops to do that, I don't think you guys belong on the force. <laughs> Let's be real. Right? To a guy that was not resistant arrest. And you're going to do that to a person over, I'm not sure, you know, I don't know the full detail, but it was supposed to be over a fake $20 bill or a check, whatever it is. A fake $10 bill. Even it came, back, it came even, back real on top of that. It, Just to right? throw it out there. Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't hear I, that. I, that just for me, it just, you know, I believe it was Gail King said this last week that it seems like it's open season on the black man. Right? And that, for me, as a black woman, as a woman who loves myself, loves my race, and loves black men, and I mean beyond romantically, I love black men. These are the foundations and the, the other half to this legacy that is mine, that is part of my, myself, and to know that at any moment in time, and yes, we're in Cal Canada, blah, 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 but you can't say it can't happen here. Right? I'm not saying that it can't happen here. The possibility of it happening here, maybe one day. And I'm not saying the possibility can't happen. What I'm saying is, if you, if you just take this footage, so you've seen this footage, right? We've had camera phones for 10 years. For 10 years, we've been seeing this type of stuff. So just imagine what we don't catch on camera. Right. So when I say I'm in Canada, I'm saying, listen, I don't believe that even a group of brown people or white people or a mixture of people would really allow that to happen without people getting arrested. Because once once somebody starts crying for themselves, I don't care if it's Karen, I don't care if it's Shaquem, I don't care who it is. They're more likely to attempt to push the officer off of the person because we have... We're not dog eat dog here. Right. People, as much as we don't kind of like mingle as much, but we still have a social, people aren't going to let somebody just, you know what I mean? But yeah. The memes that I see coming out of Calgary is people fucking that stampede, bro. Who get killed in that? Mm -hmm. Some people's tastes, some people's eye, eye, eyeballs. <laughs> That's about it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying it can't happen here. I'm just saying I feel like because we get British cops here as well. I don't know if there's that many Britons in America, but we get British cops here. So they're already trained not to have to use guns. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, it's baton or mace. And I mean, you know, Nadja, you were in the car one time when they pulled me, when they pulled us over for that stupid bullshit. And I, I was on probation and I was going to go do some stupid shit. I was being greedy, whatever. Went to go see some chick. And uh, a homeboy of ours is driving. Boom. Uh, his taillight was busted out. They pulled us over. Asked for everybody's ID. I wasn't supposed to be out. I was supposed to have a cell phone, yada, yada, so forth. The cop, he was a dickhead, but I I really did not fear for my life. Right. Do you know what I mean? I, but at the same time, he was British. You know what I mean? He still was kind of, he was still unpleasant. But right. it wasn't like, oh, shit, I got to worry about my friend or my mom fighting my body. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it wasn't like that. But in America, I see it so much. And it's like, when people show me these statistics about how many white people compared to black, I'm like, dude, that's like 5% of your population. 
They're killing 30% of ours, buddy. 30%. I may not be completely factual, but I'm just saying, if you add the numbers up, the percentage of black people, I'm not even going to say black men, black people, unarmed, unarmed. I'm not talking about the armed ones. We're talking about people who aren't resisting arrest, people who are being compliant, ending up in a body bag. And the same thing, like the looters and robbers, I understand people are upset about that. Of course. Who wouldn't be? But you don't see that they're angry? On top of it, yeah, it's not a good idea to burn down your own neighborhood. They should go burn down some other neighborhood. That's factual. I'm not arguing that. Do you know what I mean? But when, when people are saying, it took you three days to arrest this man, after getting the video footage, this isn't like somebody told you. You sat there and watched what he did. Who cares about what transpired before that? This is what's transpired in front of you. That's murder. Because if I do that to somebody, I'm going to jail. There's no waiting three days to come pick me up. Right. Oh, oh, no. I'm, they, they got me within 20 minutes. I could be running. They going to find my ass. And this motherfucker, they fire him. They're like, oh, we need more evidence to charge. We need more evidence to charge who? These be real, man. These are even though they're they're the police and they're protected servants, whatever you want to fucking call them. B, they're still like every other civilian. If you commit murder with no reason, right, you go to jail. You get in charge, especially if we have video evidence. What his face got doctored on there? <laughs> because remember. I, I like, like I said, from everything I was looking up on, it said it was a fake $10 bill. Then you corrected me, because I didn't even know about that yet. Boom. Me too. It wasn't even fake. So why did they detain him for? Oh, because somebody who wants to use their privilege probably called the police and said, black man acting aggressive. We already seen Karen do it in the park with the dog. So... Weapon, weaponizing their privilege. That's exactly what <laughs> it was. So whatever's happening in this bodega or whatever, wherever he was yeah. trying to make this purchase and they believe that it, they believed it was a fake, you know, $10 bill, $20 bill. But even so, even if it was fake, so his life, his absolute life wasn't even worth the supposed fake $20 bill that he had. Come on. You're saying that yeah. his life should have was, but should have been taken for a few I mean, dollars. Eric Gardner lost his life for a cigarette, what, 25 cents, maybe a dollar? Yeah, it's good you said about the Sean, point. Sean Bell lost his life for doing what they told him to do. Get, show me your wallet. I'm reaching for my wallet. 52 shots. Yeah, it, about the, what you said about uh, losing your life over that because there was an interview with some, uh, I can't remember what the store was, a owner of a business in uh, in Minnesota that was burned down by right, right? And uh, he come out and said, that's okay. I can rebuild the store. It can be rebuilt, but that man can't get his life back. Right. Right? So uh, there you go. Like, look at that. He's talking about his business he's had for so many years. Which he probably has insurance for, not to trivialize it, but, you know, people that are out there looting and rioting, I get it. It's just they're getting out their rage. Some people 
But <laughs> also, a lot of the videos I saw were not of colored people. And again, so again on our backs and on the pain in our backs and the ache in our heart, you're still taking it and riding that wave and getting more from yourself. Like, you've already bled us out. You know what's what funny? There, what else is there to take? And then there was also, um, what's the YouTuber? Jake Paul? Paul Jake? Logan Paul, like I think. I think yeah. it was Logan, Logan Paul. Is Yeah, that's it. This kid. Oh, Logan Paul's brother or whatever. He was out there two of them. too. The one, the one in... Uh, the millionaire is out there looting. The one in Arizona. Yeah. Hold on. So, he's, so hold on. Wait. You see that? I saw that one. And that really pissed me off because, listen, you are profiting off oppression and people's pain mm -hmm. for your views and to get more likes. Right? That's clearly what he's doing. Because you obviously know, where is he from? He's famous for what? YouTube. Doing stupid shit on YouTube. Listen, right? man, most of the people who got arrested <clears throat> in Minnesota at these places weren't even from that state. Yeah, people are sitting here crossing state lines. Because they're craving. You know what's funny? Philadelphia, I think it was. Or somewhere somewhere in Minnesota. I seen on Instagram, this black guy said, look at this, bricks outside the judge, out, out, the, out the courtroom. He goes, there's no construction around here. They put bricks out here. Why they put bricks out here for? Because they want people to destroy shit. They've got some of their own people they're paying right now that are out there in these crowds. Playing clothes to sit there and incite the riot to rage you even more because that fits their agenda. Of course, because like you say, see, this is why we can't do nothing for you black people. You guys get angry and burn stuff down. Okay, the tea party. Didn't they get angry and burn stuff down? That wasn't black people that did that. Who was it that did that? Can I, just make, can I make mention of a piece of history? Yes, please do it. Like me. Nine years ago on May 31st. 99 years ago, on May 31st, so 1921, was the riot of Black Wall Street. Yes, when I know about this white one. White rioters tore everything down Sorry, on Black Wall Street. They were looting, they were rioting, they were, and they burnt the entire block down. Anything that these, these uh, people- Black burnt, owners. All black owners is gone. Have their own banks. Everything. It, wasn't that in Oklahoma when they bombed the town as well? Could, could have been. But I'm saying, think about it now. And this is a big thing for me. It's year 2020. To me, this is a mirror, but also flipped upside down in this year of 2020, because this has reached a fever pitch after George Floyd. You know, I made a post saying the air is different. From when yeah. I saw it, it was instantaneous. I was, now, 
the air is different and this has clearly been building up for how many years with the loss of all of these black lives. But when I saw that, I said, "None. Uh, the air is different. Can't yeah. tell me it hasn't been changing, but the air is very, very different. And, um, you know, I look and I see, and it's maybe not in the same ways and the same means, but can easily be another civil war. Easy. And I do blame some of that on the clown that they have in power there, because he yeah. has been feeding this fire. He's been stoking yeah. it from the second Stoking it. Free. From the second Free. Free. From when Obama was in power. This guy got the wood. He chopped the wood up. He propped everything up. Propped the cross up, all that stuff. Hit it with the gasoline, let it dry. Hit it with the gasoline again, let it dry. You see when he got to office, and you see what happened in Charlottesville? Mm-hmm. But that, that's when he lit it. Oh, there was good people out there too. People, remember, at the beginning of this part, I said this. Wrong and right. Was it right for him to say the people who were carrying guns were good people? Was it right for him to say the people who incited violence ran somebody over, somebody who was part of that little group of people, ran somebody over, or not somebody, ran a few people over. Mm-hmm. They were good people, or the people who had the pickets and, and was out there protesting peacefully. Because, I mean, if I bring, if me and you are going to go somewhere and I present a weapon, right? don't I become almost a hostile to anybody who doesn't possess a weapon or may not have the same thought process I have. Absolutely. And that I might have anger issues or mental issues or control issues. So we know this. But remember, they voted him in, right? What did I tell you? Make America great again. He went, the dude, the dude, the dude who killed George went, make America white. Or make what's yeah. great again? No, it was white again. Oh, <laughs> white again? It was, yeah. Well, the thing with Trump is, say his name, I'll say his name. Thing, though, when he was running for office and he was in the election, it, he made no secret of what he was trying to do. He can deny it as much as he wants, but it was clear us all to see once you start well building walls and you start saying few things right mm-hmm. it just opened the door for a lot of people to come out of their shell right yeah. a lot of people and after that they just run with it it was free i mean shell. it was no more hidden I mean, you're you're not wrong. The the thing is, I say this all the time, and people think I'm joking. It's, everybody's fucking racist, bro. Okay, let's just get that shit the fuck out the way. This isn't a oh, you know, black people don't know how to be racist. Everybody's fucking racist, all right. But before I get onto that, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, let us know, man. For real, let us know. Okay? Let me be real, though. I'm not a racist. I just fucking hate people. That's who I am. Listen, I feel you. 
But right? when I mean racist, I don't, I don't, I don't mean you hate. I'm just saying there could be somebody from a culture that bothers you. And it kind of, you know what I mean? You just seen a couple people out of that group who are of the same culture do funny stuff. And you're like, you know what? I don't really fuck with them people. But as you see, that's, that's, uh, that is close-minded, low self-esteem people for you having an altercation with one person from a race. No, no. And then you use this that. This is what I said, though. I said, no, I got you. I'm just I making a point. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, that's how some people become racist. Of one incident, nothing to do with race. You have a problem with somebody from that race. You take it, and you run with it, and you make it bigger, bigger. And you become, you're saying, everyone is like that, from that race. Yes. I mean, when I mean a little racist, I mean, we all have stereotypes, man. You know, you know, your Asian people. friend, you say sure. some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. Like, we're open to it. I'm not saying that people can't just say, yo, I don't mess with people. And that's why. But I'm saying, you know, there's stereotypes of us, of everybody. Every, you know what I mean? Race, you know, why do you think we have Karens? Sure. And that's a black name. Fucked up, huh? They out here calling white girls Karen who be telling on people, but that's a black name. That's crazy, huh? Hi, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Balance of Opinions podcast with your homeboy, Kingy Crush Glass, and my homegirl. This is Free Free La. And Manila. Naivinci. Like I was saying, um, it's it's a sticky situation people don't understand if they're not in it. You know, when, when 9-11 happened, I, I noticed most of... sanitizer? Thank you. It's a sanitizer, Daddy. Yeah, sanitizer for your hand. Everyone can sick. Everyone that gets sick is getting out hand sanitizer. Well, they're gonna get sick because they don't have hand sanitizer. No. And then he left in the home. Oh, mommy. Yeah. No, mommy has sanitizer in her bag at work. I promise. And daddy, mommy will get sick. You have to tell doctor, but mommy will be okay. Okay. Love you. And mommy. Okay. It's <laughs> my daughter telling me about sanitizing. <laughs> but um what was I talking about now? Sorry I got lost. Um yeah, the disproportionate if I'm correct mm-hmm. situation between the cops and the and and uh 
black people and 9-11 how everybody was going after the muslims that's what i was talking about going after the muslims and i noticed that like some american friends that i had were like so against muslims and i was like yo dude don't be against muslims be against the ones that are terrorists and this is the same scenario now right every black person is being treated as if they're a thug they're a drug dealer they're do you know what i mean instead of understanding that that may be where they came from, but that isn't who they are in front of you now, especially when they're not displaying it. Because I understand people get rowdy. I seen a video yesterday, some some black woman hit this white cop twice and the black cop knocked on her ass. I'm not saying that she didn't deserve it, but if you start putting your hands on them, regardless of your frustration, it could cause for a sticky situation. And you know, Right now, we're talking about the people who weren't fighting, and they're dying. You know, we're talking about the people who were law-abiding citizens and weren't committing any crimes, but yet they're dead. But this kid could go into a church and pray with these people and shoot them all dead, and you bring them out with a vest and take them to Burger King. Are you fucking kidding me? But it's like that because through all of these centuries there is absolutely zero regard and zero value on a black life right black people are not viewed even as human you know i i i i feel that if you even take the the incident with george floyd the expectation is that we're black we're tough, we can handle anything, blah, 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 even me being on your neck for eight minutes and 49 seconds. Yeah. Because we're vilified and we're just either beasts of the field or these monsters, right? And monsters, quote unquote, are strong. They should just be able to handle this, right? You guys come from the gutter, you guys come from the gully, blah, blah, blah. It's almost like they don't believe or it's not believed that we're going to bleed and we are going to expire even though that that's what they want, but in them consistently pinging us out, you know, bit by bit with this idea or thought that there is no value to it anyways. These are just black people. These are, like you were saying, these are just drug dealers and single mothers and Ray, 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 right? These are all just menaces to society in one way or another or menaces to our social service uh, systems. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's sad. I mean, even a stereotype, like I was saying before, about everybody's a little racist. When a black woman gets angry, and it's for a good reason, and she's justified, it's just she's the angry black woman. She'll get over it. They I do it every day, every day at work. And the minute I say something, especially when it's warranted, yeah, get quiet. Their eyes start opening wide, and you know, and it's almost like they're waiting all of a sudden for my neck to start swiveling and me doing this. Like, this isn't TV, bro. This is real life. <laughs> okay, and more than likely, I don't do this. I don't even know how to do that. That's not part of my lexicon. I'm going to yeah. give it to you, and I'm going to give it to you well. And by the end of the conversation, you're going to be like, I think, I think she complimented me. <laughs> when you know it was an iron fist and a velvet glove and you're just left there standing i had an incident with my job just a few weeks ago 
and uh, we were in a large team meeting. Okay, so all, since we're all working remotely right now, yeah, large team meeting, and the topic was crazy hat day. So, or the theme. So you know, just to kind of build camaraderie and still have team spirit, even though we're all working remotely, everybody wears some wild hat. So as soon as I logged on, someone did have a wild hat and it was a, a Rastafarian cap with the dreads on it. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. As soon as you start talking, I knew it. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was like, these people just don't even get it. And I let it flat. I was just like, whatever. I'm there with my bike helmet on. I hadn't even turned, clicked on my camera yet. Like as soon as I logged in, that's what I saw. And then two twos later, you hear within minutes, oh, well, you should start talking in a Jamaican accent now, given your hat. And I was like, whoa, 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 let's slow down this train because <laughs> it looks like it's about to be a wreck. And then someone says, well, no, the person in the hat, well, we wouldn't want to do that because wouldn't that be cultural appropriation? And then same individual chooses to say, well, at least I'm not in blackface. And again, I was just like this, is this real? And to know that I and one other female are the only black people in the entire organization, okay? No disrespect to my uh, co-worker. She's very, very new. Um, she's not Canadian. She's not going to say nothing. <laughs> okay. So here I'm watching it. And then the meeting's still going on. And then throughout the meeting, you know, you have a little chat on the side. Now other staff members are chiming in. Well, from now on, you should do all the updates in the Rastaman cap. And then someone was like, well, you should start reading, uh, you know, wearing the hat to all the executive team meetings. Okay. So I'm just like, this is so wrong. Nobody gets it yet, clearly, or cares. Another coworker sent me a message and he is um, an Asian guy. And he's like, so what do you feel about the hat? And I said, I, I don't have words at this particular point in time. But he just keeps on messing. This isn't right. And I can't believe anybody's, they're not going to say anything. I said, nobody will, because how can they relate to something they'll never be? To them, they don't see it, right? Nonetheless, at the end of the meeting, I chose to write a very long email explaining what the issues were. And the hat was one thing. But the fact that the banter just kept on going on and going on and HR is in this room. The CEO is in this chat. Everybody's in there and nobody said a word. And somehow I felt embarrassed. Right? And no, I'm not Jamaican. That's not the point. It doesn't matter what island, <laughs> you know, what part of this world. You're taking Black culture and it's a mockery. That's exactly yeah doing and oh oh you should no it was you should wrap all the updates now you guys tell me and correct me if i'm wrong rastafarianism and rap culture they're not the same thing okay two different things 
they're actually they're, they're completely polarized in terms of even what they view. Yeah. Messages that they give, but you're telling me that That's like saying reggaeton is reggae. Yeah, but you're saying that this hat black people wear it and all black people rap. So therefore they must go together. Right? Yeah. And I brought up the point in my response saying so if I or any other member of the staff came into this Zoom meeting for Crazy Hat Day and I wore an indigenous headdress and then somebody else said that you should start singing all the updates in with indigenous songs and then somebody else said something about, you know, doing some tribal dancing, I said it would have been called out right away. But the fact that it's this and it's Black culture, nothing was said. So we'll see what the end result is. But I had to speak up because even though it's it's minor, it's big. It's not it's minor. Big for me. It's, it's big for me. And the feedback I'm getting afterwards, of course, by other staff, because there was an apology sent out to all staff and all they did was focus on the hat <laughs> and not the train wreck that occurred after it. I shouldn't have wore the hat and it was wrong and blah, blah, blah. Nobody called anybody out on this conversation to the point where other people of color are feeling uncomfortable and they're not even black. It's Okay, so, sorry, but yeah. wouldn't it be just wearing a hat? Just, Period. it's a hat. Yeah, yeah just wear the hat. But I say don't wear the hat. Right? I'm sure you guys have a baseball cap or I don't know. Somebody had their, their helmet on that they wear when they quad. You know, some like some person had a Christmas elf toque on, things like that. Yeah, but see if, if you have the hat and you have a story behind the hat, let's say you go to Jamaica and you bought it a souvenir or something. Well, I think you have the right to explain that. Right. Right, but if you're just wearing the hat, just yeah, for the fact that for me wasn't as bad as the rest of the conversation that went on, and yeah, no one did or yeah. said anything. And then the feedback I get afterwards, of course, after the apology, is, "What the hell? So what? It's just a hat." Yeah, you see, That's like where the, the problem lies. Yeah, yeah you, true. You have a problem with. Everything after you know the problem I have right now from hearing that story. Blackface, like this is the thing I don't understand with people. <laughs> I really don't. And you know, yet again, R.I.P. to George Floyd. I hope his family is, you know, getting through this time. I hope, you know, people go find his GoFundMe. I would try to hit up Stephen Jackson if you can, or find somebody who's really involved in that before you just donate to any one of them. Because like I said, people are out here trying to scam people very hard. They're, they're trying to profit off of somebody's death. Not just in this case, in every case, in all situations, people are trying to profit off of other people's suffering. That's what's going on right now. You know what I mean? Um, we're going to get into a little bit of conversation about the word nigger and nigger. Because I think with that blackface conversation that that little conversation we had where somebody said well, at least it ain't blackface yeah we're, we're, we're gonna talk about this I, I feel it's only appropriate so free thank you for sending me those videos those yeah. videos were very educational because i seen it from so many different points of view 
You know, I didn't just see two black people or a white person, a black person. I seen old, young, do you know what I mean? So, yes, the word nigger is a very derogatory and, and insightful word or a word that will incite pain and suffering and violence upon somebody. The word nigga is something I feel, my personal opinion, that us as black people, we just said, you know what? We turn water into wine. When they used to talk about Jesus, they was talking about a nigga. <laughs> because we turn a lot of negatives into a positive. The, you know, this whole corona stuff going on, you know how many black people making all these crazy ass memes and shit just to try to pass time by and you know what I mean? Like people want to be black, but they don't want to be black. That's why this word, nigga, is impactful in the way it is. 30 years ago, this word, nigga, didn't exist. Well, actually, no, longer than 30 years. I think because rap's been around for, what, 50? About there. About 50 years? So, yeah, this word, this word, word's been around for about almost 50 years. Nigga. Like, you've never heard a rapper say nigger. It's just not, you know what I mean? Black people, like, uh, it'll it'll make people jump out of their seat when they hear that word. Even if it's from their own people, their head's turning because, you know, for people like me who use the word nigga, I, it's just something in my lexicon that's fluid. Like, I'm just, so for people like me that hear that, they're less likely to turn and look unless they're in a scenario or situation where they know it's not majority of uh, of uh, black people. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But let's be real. I mean, I don't know how you can look at it that way. Nigger, 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 nigger. When you say it, it still means the same fucking shit. It still comes from the fucking root. You understand me? It's still going down to the depth of what it is. It doesn't matter what you put on. If you put a fucking A on it, if you put three R's on it, it's still the same fucking thing. The hurt of our ancestors and all of that shit. It still means that. Now, Free, I got a question to ask you. Yeah. Do you think the word is abused and overused? Even by us. And do you think there's a time and a place for it? Because sometimes I'm sick of it. Let's be real. Sometimes I want to be greeted by my fucking name. Mm -hmm. Especially if DJ comes and he calls me that word, not a problem. But if I've never seen you in two fucking years, I don't want you to be approaching me and call me that. I want you to be calling by my name. You know? If I'm in some restaurant and you see me, I don't want you to be coming up yelling, nigga. What's up, nigga? But hold on, hold on, though. Not every... I'm not trying to jump off of it. I'm just stating something. Sometimes people greet each other without saying somebody's name. Yo, what's going on, my guy? My girl? My dude? You know, my nilla? It's evolved. So I fully understand what you mean. I'm not saying that the word nigger is good. And the word nigga 
or the word nigger is bad and the word nigga is good. What I'm saying is we've, as a people, as a unit, whether half of us agree and the other half of us disagree, we've taken that word and we've changed it in, into almost our lingo, our way of, you know, it's just like, what do you see another black person sometimes? You don't even say what's up. It's a head nod. It's acknowledging, yo, I see you. So of course, of course, it's very offensive to certain people. And I, I like, and I trust me, I fully understand what you're saying. But for somebody like me, where like I go to my uncle's house, and, and my auntie's white, and we throwing that word around all day. It's just, it's just us. You know what I mean? We, we have homeboy Parker, Ian, you know, a few of our homies that we know. There's some I know that you know, even Jason, they would never use that word. And if it slipped out of their mouth, nine times out of ten, it's probably we're listening to a song, and I ain't even gonna get mad at them about that. Okay, okay. Now because I'm glad you bring it up because music. listen, okay, you bring up the song. Okay, so we've seen a lot of things, right? Even at one of the fucking old Kendrick things, right? So it's in the songs, like every fucking rap song, like every second word is nigger, right? Right? Like every second word has to do something with nigger. So the word comes, and a people, a non-black but, person, hey, you rapping a song. You. Hey, sorry for correcting you, but remember, I told you, you, you and you and Drew do the same thing. So, a lot of the times when you guys say the word, you guys are actually saying "nigger." Like you're not even like "yo, my nigger." Do you know what I mean? Like you see the difference between it. So that, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like in rap songs, it's very rare you hear the word "nigger." You'll hear the word "nigga." You know what That's I mean? not my point. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to say that. I'm trying to tell you. You have to remember the way that you say it in general. For me, when I hear you say it, I cringe because it's not like you're saying it in a greedy manner or you're trying to dress it up. Like oh, how we did with how the often word. do you hear me say that word? Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. You don't say it a lot, but what I'm saying is when you're like, "Yo," when the rapper's like, "Yo, nigger," the rapper, you know. The rapper's saying nigga. So remember, as much as you hate the word and the word itself is hurtful, for some of us, you can say we've kind of took the sting out of it. For some of us. For some of us, we don't... Think about it. So you took the sting out of it. So when someone says to you, this thing hurts you. So you see where I'm trying to go here? No, I understand, but you've heard me state this, state this a thousand times, and I'll state it a thousand times after this. Somebody called me a nigger on the street, bro. Ain't gonna hurt my feelings no more. You see, George? You see situations that I got myself into as a youngin, where people were trying to take my life? That's what I'm worried about. The, the power of that word means nothing to me, bro. When I was young, it used to affect me. But as I grew up and matured in a way of understanding people's intent, certain words, certain things don't bother me like that. I don't, I'm, I'm just, numb to it. I'm just keeping it real on this because, listen, like I said, the word is so overused and it's saying all the time everywhere. But, right? And get back to the songs or whatever, the whole rap song. So they're going on, and a person of non-black singing a song, and it just goes on, and the next happened to be the next word is nigga. 
And they say it. And then, then yo, we go like it's the fucking end of the world. We but start we tripping out. No, but we right? shouldn't though. That like that's that's like what we I'm trying to say. But well, that's what I'm trying to say though. We say it all the time, and it's right there. And when someone says it, we act like it's the end of the world. So now, last week, I don't know if you see this thing. It was all this thing. Someone sent it to me. It was this rapper girl. What's her name? Doja Cat. I think so. Yeah, and she's she's, she's half black, right? Uh, I think one side of her is from South. Africa. Yeah, I think her dad or something, something like that. Okay, and, uh, but but so the big she question says is the word. Not black. It's problematic yeah. in itself. Because <laughs> I'm, <just, laughs> I'm like South Africa. I'm like that don't sound like you try to say she have black. You like try to say she have something. No, else. one of, one of her parents. One of her parents is problematic. Her parents. <laughs> okay, I'm just I'm just asking the question. I'm not trying to instigate them. One of her parents is African American. Let's do that. Right? That's all I was so, asking. And she says the word and people getting on her. What? You but see what I'm trying to say? Getting on her because of the forum she was in, in using that word. It wasn't like it's the three of us or she's in, you know, amongst her close peer group. These were sites that are frequented by people who are racist and yeah, all right all right yeah now she's in there allowing them to call her that and also saying the word at the same time so the same lack of value that they have towards the black identity she's displaying it towards herself and almost all, also for their approval. And she said, you know, I wish I wasn't black, but at least I'm thick. Mm. You know, so it's, uh, you know, I love black culture. I just don't like the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, culture vulture. I mean, just say it. Culture vulture. Right? So, I don't know. But now you, you had asked me my thoughts on, on the word. Um, and it's being mis- misused and used too much. I think I've learned even through watching all the videos from the, the Washington Post. Um, right? Uh, the videos were just for you guys out there. It's called the N-Word Project. Um, a series of 10 videos with the Washington Post. It was filmed in 2018 Yeah. Uh, at the end of November, if anybody wants to check it out. It actually is really great. Yeah. Um, I don't use the term a lot myself, but I have, right? Yeah, me. Um, even sometimes, even just jokingly, you know, my little one's running around and I'm like, this nigga, ha, ha, ha. But... I think just over the last little bit, I, I I'm not I'm not down for the word period. To me, taking out the er and throwing the a, and the only thing you're changing is pronunciation, and that's it. For me, the 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 underscoring of what that word has meant and has uh, symbolized and how it's been used to weaponize our culture and our minds to the point where 
we ourselves are taking it on and just trying to put honey in it to make it sweeter. Mm -hmm. No, because also too, now we have an idea of what a nigga is and how a nigga is supposed to act. You know what I mean? And in that, I think that's still trapping our minds and to keep that in our lexicon, we are keeping ourselves at a certain level that isn't progressive. You know, they say you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. You know, it's like even if, say, a group of women wanted to reclaim, because that's what's happening. You know, we're reclaiming the word nigger by changing it to nigger. Okay. Yeah. If I wanted to reclaim the word bitch, right? And by reclaiming the word bitch, I put the word bad in front of it. So I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad bitch. And I'm screaming that all over the place, right? And amongst my, my friends or whatever, and this is how I'm presenting myself, right? As this bad bitch, I'm going to say a majority of people still, they're not going to see or understand the reclamation or at least accept it, right? At the end of the day, it's still bitch, you know? <laughs> like, yep. You know, yep. and to, to change the pronunciation, you know, to turn that water into wine, if we're still getting drunk off of that same wine, it's not serving us, right? And now I think back of all the times that I've been angry or upset and I've used, not nigger, but I've used the word nigger to even talk <laughs> about a guy. Yeah. Right? So for me, I may not see him exactly the same way as a racist person or as a white supremacist, but me calling him that i'm doing it out of anger right so i'm not doing it in a good way right it's not the same as you know brother and you take the er off and you put an a on it and it's your brother because brother in the beginning is a term of endearment the same with sister you take the er off and you throw an a on that those are still terms of endearment nigger was never meant to be yeah a term of, it was a it was a way to uh gain control of the other person it was a way to if you were by yourself and i'm screaming nigger out loud but there's more people around me to rally up my troops against you mm -hmm. right and it was a way to break down how you see yourself in a positive way as a person of color as a black person so i do think it's overused i get that it's part of our culture and our lexicon and i use it too and i have but for me this has been more of an awakening for me to really consider how I'm speaking of the race, how yeah. I'm speaking to, to black kings, right? And now for me, pissed off or not, you're not getting nigga out of me. It, it's not going to happen. I won't do it. Yeah. I, I, you, know, you know what? You just, you nailed it. I, I couldn't reply to that better. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I, like, I that was perfect. That was perfect. It's at the end of the day. No matter what you put on it, it still means the same thing. Of course, still means the same thing. But yet again, like I said, for people like me, mm -hmm. that word don't mean shit to me now. It used to when I was young, but then I started realizing, even if I say the word nigga and I take the ER off of it, I'm not using it the way somebody else is using it to hurt them. Because every word, everything has a purpose. Do you see what I'm saying? And even, like you said, Free, yeah, even though you're not using the ER, you know, you see seen the kids running out of little nigga. 
So for for me, I can't say the word is destructive. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because the intent of the word, as we all clearly know, the nigger is an ignorant, uh, belligerent, un- uh, unintelligent person, right? Mm-hmm. There's there, there's a word that they used to use for the African kings back in the end. It was niggas, but it wasn't spelled the way we spell it. Yeah, it was like was at the end, right? Mm-hmm. So so even if I said the word nigga or niggas, it, the pronunciation is different. The word is different. But for some people, nigga can mean the same thing as niggas. Does that make sense for y'all? Yeah, it makes full sense. Right? So, like, it's not me chopping down what you're saying because, honestly, at the end of the day, it's all factual. And it's not like you're like, yo, I don't use the word. The word's bad. You're like, yo, I've used the word. I use the word here and there. Sometimes I use it to describe somebody in a bad way or in a good way or, you know, in a loving way. And that's 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 my point and my point of view on the whole thing was, like, if you're using it to hurt somebody, then yeah, you know, you know what I mean. But I seen a video of these white kids calling each other nigga, and I'm like, that's crazy. But wh- who? Am- I'm not the word police. Who's the word police? And I think highly of myself to know that if if somebody of another color or if my own people, my own people call me a nigga, they're not saying that as a term of endearment. They want fight. They want problems. Because that's all that word's meant for. The mm-hmm. word nigga, 99% of the time, people are not using it as a derogatory or an aggressive word. You know? Sometimes, it's just like I said, it's like it's like saying my guy or my dude or sister or brother. The way, do you know what I mean? It's kind of put almost into that bracket. Maybe not people within the culture, right? But... Another example I have is a group of women, okay, non-black women. And they're really excited because they're dating black guys or whatever the case may be. Oh yeah, that's my nigga, that's my nigga, that's my nigga. I'll do anything for my nigga. She may enjoy him, she may like him, she may love him. But attaching nigga to him, uh, you know, to his name, without naming him, right? Mm -hmm. She's going for that video that she sees on BET. That's the nigga that she's looking for. And even that is not defining the king that he is. No, that's not. So... Like I said, but see, that's an entirely different situation than what I'm explaining right now. So what I'm explaining right now is amongst us... If we can use that word as free as we want, period. Because we know with within the interactions with each other, when it's used for an aggressive sense, a term of endearment, whatever the case may be, we know the intention of the person of our background saying that. Hi. <laughs> but for somebody outside the culture now, you know, like the one girl was saying in uh, one of the clips, she's like, yeah, you know, you guys as Asians don't walk around calling yourself chinks. Right? You know, they don't. But I guarantee you they have their own little slurs for themselves that 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 people have come up with slant eye, whatever it is that they actually say to each other, which, you know what I mean? With, uh, so, 
you're going to sit there and tell me you've never seen people of different culture saying, using the word niggas as a racist slur. Not nigger, just niggas. Because I've seen it all the time. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Bounce of Opinions podcast with your homeboy, King and Chris Glass, and my homegirl. This is Free Free Law. And Manila. Na Vinci. saying haven't you seen people of different culture use the word nigga as a ra- racist term yeah but I've seen not right nigger no 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 i've seen, but that's what i'm trying to show you though this is this is like what i'm trying to say is like within our culture it's free for us to use that word however we want outside of our culture now it's not but people are going to do it anyways. It's in music. It's in everything. Do you know what I mean? Like I said, I'm not going to sit here and say that the word is perfect or the word is great or it doesn't have the same sting for some people. But for me now, I don't, it doesn't bother me like that. I know, like, and like I said, I've already experienced racism on a certain level where somebody you need to have to say the word nigga to me, bro. A white boy can do that better. Oh, uh, you know, my, my white boy can, can be, do you know what I mean? Like that type of racism. So that's what I mean. Like what, what I mean, like the word, the, the, the meaning of that word, it don't bother me anymore. If that's all, if that's all somebody can do to try to incite violence out of me, then they're wasting their time. So, because I believe that my life and my media, my purpose and, and, and my my worth is a lot bigger than a word that somebody would use to describe me that's not my name. You see okay. what I'm saying? All right, I get what you're saying. But listen, that word will forever bother me as a black man. It's supposed to. Forever. Listen, will forever no, listen, bother I me. I feel you. I feel no, you. I get it. So it will forever bother me, right? But Am I going to give you the satisfaction of re- replying to how you expect me to? Acting aggressive towards you? Sometimes you call me it. Yes, I know what it means, but and I just walk away. And when I walk away without replying to someone that says that, I win. Because no. you're saying that word, they're saying that word, to get that reply out of you, the reaction out of you. Yeah, of course. Of course. But yet again, like I said, I'm not trying to say, oh, you know, you guys are wrong. I'm just trying to make it very clear. Like, what you guys are saying is very credible and it's it's honest. It is the truth. But then for somebody like me who's who's outside of that truth, that that's looking at it from a different angle now, saying, you know what? You're right. We use it way too much. But it's in our lyrics. It's, 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 it's in our songs. 
So if I see a white kid singing to a song and he goes, my nigga, I'm not going to punch him in the face. I'm going to tell him, hey, pay attention to where you're at and do that at your house. All right, Billy? When you're outside here in the streets, my ninja, my nilla, my N, that kid, I, I, I'm okay with that. But you ain't going to use the nigga. You ain't going to use the nigger. Actually, you know what? Just keep it ninja. Ninja is cool with me. I can I can rock with my ninja. But it's in our music. And guess who dominates buying our music? Guess who dominates buying our culture? Guess who dominates? Like, that's why I had to put up that, that one song by that guy, Official Grey Audio, uh, Official Grey um, Color, I think, where he said, you know, it's it's too dangerous and it's too lit to be black because we're only known for entertaining people. You know, look at look at Snitch Nine. That boy be saying nigga on the regular. And he's Spanish. But it's the way our culture has allowed it to, to come out where like like at the Kendrick thing, and for all those people, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Did can you just say without saying that? For Kendrick, I understand why he did that. But for me. If that's what I'm promoting in my music and I'm saying that and you're singing along, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I bring you I up agree. here as a white person, I'm not expecting you to forget a, to to forget that you're white, but you're mm -hmm. in the moment. Yeah, exactly. Good you're point. not thinking. This isn't right. them in a the car with their friends. Oh my nigga, my nigga. Yeah. He's at a concert with 40, 50, 100,000 people, and he gets picked to come up there and sing a song with him. He's sure. gonna forget where he's at. He's a Great fan. point. That's what he's doing. He's being a fan. And, and yeah. this what I'm saying. It's Great naive point. of us, uh, of us as black people, not to think that these people are not saying this when we're not around. It's yeah. just when we're around now, don't do that. Yeah. Because you but can't control people's speech. You feel me? But it's, at the same thing is like they'd be in their own and they'd be listening to the song and they'd just be rapping it and they're saying the word, but it's just singing it. With no ill intention. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, like, like you were asking, there is a time and a place. I don't know when there's a time and a place. I mean, you, you see, we went off for dinner. My uncle gave me shit for being like that. You know, nigga, he's like, you know, I'm like, oh, fuck all these people. I'm not going to fuck all these people. But that's just me. Because I'm just like, yo, personally... I know I'm educated enough. I know I'm talented enough as a person. I know anything I put my mind to, I can get done. But I'm sorry. I grew up with hood people. And this is just how we interact. Do you know what I mean? It's not we're interacting like this to be cool. It's just kind of something that's been around. Like, even with my parents. My, my dad and my mom were terrible. Yo, this nigga. Yo, nigga. What, what you doing with that nigga? You know what I mean? Like, I know. It's fucked up. I said nigga seven times and only used like what three three other words with it. it right? I mean, I know it's not something that well, that's we like, be promoting. That's like ninety that's like ninety percent of every fucking rap song now. Ninety percent of the song is the word nigga. Yeah. But like I said again, it's part of our culture. Like and you know, it's in our lexicon, and like I said, it's a scenario where some of us, which when you, I know you've seen the one guy that said, hey, 
I, I really don't have like me, my uncle, my auntie. This is how we interact. Now, if somebody else says it to me, I don't know. My antennas go up on like, what's up. But within our community of our people, we know by the tone, the way you phrase it, if it's endearment, aggression, disappointment, whatever you want to call it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I see the video two days ago of this little skinny, I think he was brown. He started swinging on some some store some store workers talking about you, 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 you hitting girls, nigga. You hitting girls. I was laughing because he had a fatty pack on. I was like, fatty gay. But I'm like, is he black? Is he hip enough to say that word? No. But our culture and what we as a people have promoted is the word nigga ain't shit. Because it ain't. I don't think it's meant to mean any good or any bad. I think it was just a way of rappers and some black people saying we're taking the sting out of this. That's why Ice Cube ran up on that dude. What's his face? I can't remember his name. Um, he's a host. He's a famous host. Ran up on him and was like, you can't use that word. That's ours. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to say Ice Cube is a fucking idiot. He's a very intelligent man. Built himself a very, very lucrative business. He's made lots of music off of rap songs. And, you know, one of the founding found founders of NWA. But he himself admits that's our word. I'm not saying I'm riding with Ice Cube. But it's just to put more context, like, why people like me will look at the 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 ER missing from it and the nigga and not uh, and the nigger will incite us because we know this word is it we didn't invent this even though so, we took even though we took something and mashed it up a little bit and, and then took off two words and pronounced it differently it's ours because guess what every other culture's been doing they take our clothes. They take everything from us and say, oh, no, this is not how black people dress. I mean, the word wigger. Who came up with the word wigger? Because literally, all you did was change the W. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, okay, Mr. Ice Cube. Uh, I love Ice Cube, all right? Yeah, love yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? But, um, but okay, Ice Cube, you're going to run up on someone and says that word belongs to us. Ice Cube. You're banned. First word is niggas with attitude. So isn't that that's what it means, right? Niggas with attitude. Mm-hmm. So NWA, niggas with attitude. You call in your band niggas with attitude. So you just want every non-person, non-black person to say NWA. And every black person can say niggas with attitude. Yeah. You see the conflict in that? Not really, because that music no. was made for us. You don't, by you don't us. see the conflict. Like, you don't see the conflict. We didn't name the band Niggas with Attitude. And then turning it into an Keeping it 100 here. Keeping it 100, because I like to keep it 100. I like to keep it level. You don't see the conflict with that. Not really. Because I know the content why, of the why, music why, why, and the purpose why? behind the name. Why create? Why why bring that name then? Because I understand the context of why they used that name. Why it's like public enemy. So if some if some non black person was saying the name niggas with attitude, 
Is he going to get offended? Who, Ice Cube? Yeah. He's going to get offended, right? But motherfucker. Of course he is. I just told you he checked somebody in that word. His name, his group name is Niggas with Attitude. See what I'm trying but to say? But the abbreviation that everybody consensually knows what it is is NWA. So if you don't, you like you notice even when I brought it up, no, but and I remember you notice even when I brought it up, I didn't say niggas with attitude. I said NWA. I know. I, 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 I use the abbreviated version of yeah. it. But I'm stating the facts and I'm keeping it real. No, I, listen. I understand what you're saying. It is there is uh, um, for lack of better words, there there is a problem with having that as your name, and then that's the acronym or the abbreviation version of it, right? But at those times, mm-hmm. that's they were trying to put out a bigger message. That's why I even brought up Public Enemy. Like Public Enemy, who would name themselves Public Enemy? Why would you do that? Well, that's completely a different thing from uh, <laughs> why. That's completely different, bro. But a Public Enemy a public is somebody enemy. who no, a Public Enemy is somebody who is disenfranchised and is on the run, and everybody and their mama wants to get rid of them. Bro, come on, you can't be serious to be trying to compare Public Enemy with niggas with attitude. You can't be serious, right? Their now. messages no were exactly the same. They just went about it two different ways. Their messages were exactly the same. They just went about it two different ways. I'm telling you, I'm, if you don't free, am I lying? Their no, message was the same. I don't disagree. But, the message was the same. And even, you know, I just made the joke. Why would they, why would they call the, themselves public enemy? I was like, because NWA was already taken. Ha uh-huh, ha, right? So the exact same thing. And especially in that time like it's not now but especially in that time niggas were public enemy <laughs> right to 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 the state and the police force and society and blah 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 so either or their message was the was very very similar if not the exact same right and it's just they just took two different routes they the public enemy was a little bit more political and less cussing and more to the point while nwa was like they were trying to tell you a story mm-hmm. you know tell you how they how things go down in the area that they're from what what goes on Do you know what I, well, mean? I completely agree with you i completely agree with you guys but a point i'm trying to make here is public enemy is public enemy it doesn't have niggas in it of course it That's doesn't have niggas point. but the 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 definition of a public enemy is the enemy of the state Niggas, so, niggers, black was, people, three three different terms. Niggas, niggas, and black people are technically okay. that technically in America an enemy of the state by the way that we, we are being portrayed, by the way we're being dealt with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Men and women. I bro, listen, I completely agree with you on that. But what I'm trying to say here is public enemy is public enemy, and everyone from every race can say public enemy. But can everyone says niggas with attitude? No. That's my fine line point. No. Yeah, but but he, there's an abbreviation for it though. And they, they did it both ways on purpose, right? So the niggas with attitude is for us within the culture. We know where we, this is your guys. Listen, this is where we're coming from. We're niggas with attitudes. But for the entire collective, mm-hmm. 
call us NWA. That's all. Because they did two album covers. Yeah. They, for the same record. They yeah. they put up the NWA that were public to everybody else. And if you went in the hood, you found the niggas with attitude ones. Yeah, because that's who. So, like, Nigel, yet again, I fully understand what you're saying. It is a uh, it, it is hypocrisy, if you want to call it, or contradicting itself. But that's all I want. That's all. That's all. At that's the end of the cool. day, you have to understand the purpose of why it's like that. Once you understand the purpose, that it's not it's not it's not hypocritic. It's not. I totally agree with your points, all of you guys. Just as long as you see what I was saying. Okay, mm -hmm. no, no, but I, Nigel, I see what you're saying, but I'm saying like people don't even think about it that deep. Like, it's not even that deep for people. If I see the white kid say, yo, I was listening to niggas with attitude. I ain't going to get mad at him. Yet again, I'm going to say, hey, Johnny, keep that in the house. Not you. Not you. Not you. <laughs> yeah, not you. you. Yeah, you won't get mad at him. But but I'll tell others, him. By, by the mass, he would get crucified for it. No, of course. But me, I would tell Johnny or Billy or whatever you want, John, take that in your house. Yeah, I had a situation cool. that happened like that at work. This young kid, he hangs with a bunch of um, Somalians and Sudans. They let him say nigga all day. He came to work one time. The guy who helped me build this podcast from the beginning, he was there. We were working. He said, yo, my nigga, he, he went to go tear his head off. I said, yo, dude, you can't do that. He goes, why? I said, you hear him saying, yo, I got friends that let me do it. It's not a license, but they allowed him to do it. They allowed him to be comfortable. Yeah. So you shouldn't be the one training him different. You should go to his people who's letting him do that and say, yo, tell Johnny when he ain't around y'all, don't say this. Yeah, it doesn't. Y'all want to promote it? Cool. Because like I said, we can't govern people's speech. Mm -hmm. yeah, but we and, can't set boundaries within our little gaps of people that we hang with and let people know this is acceptable and this is not acceptable. Yeah, and if you're going to let... a fair warning before you fire off because then at least the next time it happens, drunk, high, sober, and they get a black eye, they can't ask anybody why they got the black eye. Because people say, weren't you told us the first time? Us as black people, we don't even get that with police. We don't even get that with most of society. Me, as a felon, I can't get certain jobs. Even if I go get a pardon, if they find, they can go on the internet and find me and some crazy shit happen, they can use that from 20 years ago and try to smirch me now, not realizing that my life is completely different. I am living, I am doing things completely different. You know what I'm saying? There's a saying oh, yeah. my dad and my mom and my grandma used to say to me, for what some people can walk for, we got to fly for. We got to sprout wings and fly. So this world in general, the system is broken. Whether Society we're in broken, or Canada. Society is broken. Society is broken. because it's working based on their uh, agenda and objectives? Well, of course, but I'm saying for everybody. Do you know what I mean? For black people, for sure. That's why, like, you know, I have indigenous friends i have spanish friends i have or mexican friends i have friends of all nationalities but when i hear people say oh you know why are you black people complaining we, we ain't getting nothing all we get is shit in a bowl and we've been eating it 
no matter where you live. It could be UK, America, Canada, Japan, London. I don't give a fuck. All across this world, we've been eating a bowl of shit. This is a free story. Free, freeze at work, and people think it's funny to talk about blackface. Just like, but it's keyboard warriors too that we're dealing with here, right? Because that I think that phrase wouldn't have been said in person. It it would have been too shocking. Okay, that's a great. Am I wrong there, Free? Pardon? The blackface comment that wouldn't have been said in a meeting, like face-to-face in the same building, I think the... the, the, I, can, the I can say now that hopefully not, but I don't 100% trust it. And okay. I don't think the comment, uh, I don't think it was made, you know, deliberately like I'm an asshole and I want to say this comment, but I think that, you know, the players involved are that privileged that they are so unaware that even how they speak about these things is inappropriate right right? so that's why I say now potentially could have been and it would have just been them like at least I'm not in blackface right Franny I have a million and one stories of just this place um you know, there there was another incident after I returned to work after having Kaima. Myself and a co-worker and two other girls are talking. Oh, Freedy, welcome back. Can't believe you, blah, blah, blah. Women get together. They start sharing labor stories. I was like, my labor was great. It was like two and a half hours. And then there was a baby. That's it. We'll call her Karen. Chose to share her story with me. Suzanne, Suzanne. We'll call her Suzanne. Right. Uh, she she chose to share her story with me and the two other girls that were there, but she had to say, Freeney, don't get offended, but. Is it because she had a, a black, a half black baby? Nope. Don't get offended, but when I say this, okay? <laughs> I was like, go ahead, because you're going to say what you say, whatever, right? But I, I like to give people space to confirm the negative energy I already feel that comes from you (laughs) so that I know that I'm not fully crazy or or that, you know, I'm just out here feeling certain ways about certain people. And from when I started working there, from the day I started, I was like, nah, something about this spirit, me and this girl, mm." you know, I'm still respectful because I work with you, but I knew anyways. um, So she's giving her story and her labor was long and arduous and blah, blah, blah. And then finally, when the baby was born, to lighten the mood, her partner said, oh, my God, what the fuck? The baby's black. Okay. Oh. To, to lighten the mood, just to joke, because, you know, finally, after X number of hours, Baby's here and, you know, she's tired and blah, blah, blah. So, but (laughs) we're topics of of jokes and discussions and blah, blah, blah. Clearly in your personal time, that was a very personal and private moment for you. But again, the value and in the life is being ridiculed at all times, right? So for me, She's like, you know, and then, and you know, and she started to get into this long banter about her boyfriend isn't racist and blah, blah, blah. And, and I was just like, yeah. 
cool. That makes you think, and these are just very slight little things, but it's when you carry an idea and it's actually part of your foundation or a part of your paradigm and how you think. To her, her boyfriend saying that was just a funny joke to lighten the mood. You did all this work and oh my God, the baby's finally here and it's black. I don't see the joke. I don't know, like maybe I just don't get it. No, there's no joke in that. That's that's like the two people who try to make a black person and they're upset because they got kicked from their school and people are sending them death threats and there's just some jokes that just have no taste. No taste. I've heard many black jokes from many white people and I have had to tell them like halfway through the joke, like, don't quit your day job because this job will get you killed. You know what I mean? Like, is there a hazard pay for this joke you're saying right now? Because if there is, then I suggest you don't say it. Yeah, but she even had to say in advance to telling the story, so she knows there's a level of inappropriateness to it. She knows she, underscoring it. But she feels comfortable enough around you to do that because you're all women, you've all bared children, and this this isn't a color thing, and it's not most of the time. So it really isn't. For my, so therefore, she didn't fully feel comfortable because if I said, nah, hold it. If you have to start off your story with that caveat, hold that. Because there would be really only one reason why she would say, don't get offended, Freeney, because I couldn't be offended because I was a woman talking about birth with you, right? No. What else was- is my identity other than being a woman? black woman and your story has to do with race black children so therefore she knew but you know for me i let her go on with the story and i didn't show any displeasure but for because for me it just affirmed yeah what i already knew because i've heard her other you know conversations and other things especially that this partner says a lot of right so all it did for me was just affirm and it's like okay cool i just know that I don't make very many friends at work anyways on purpose, but I just know that, you know, this is very, very high level on the surface interaction you and I have because we have. Yeah. I mean, I, I worked with a, a girl and a guy, the guy was, he had a bird chest and he was German. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He had bird chest. Like he was really, really, really skinny. Like it was like, he was on heroin or something. I don't know. I don't know how he couldn't get any fat on it. He like Skeletor without the muscles. Um, he was talking to me about Jewish people one day and how they're, they're stealing all our money and they're disgusting and they just whatever. Like I said, he's German mm-hmm. talking about Jewish people. And I had to go to my boss and tell my boss, like, I can't work with this guy. He goes, why? I said, if this is what this guy thinks about Jewish people, what does he think about me? Mm-hmm. His girlfriend now, she was an undercover. So like, She's a she's a woman, that's one, right? In a workplace full of all men. Okay? So there's certain things that apply at our job that can't there are definite no-nos. That she will, as yet again, a girl and a white woman will abuse to get her way. Mm-hmm. I got laid off like two two weeks before I got laid off. 
they got comfortable enough with me to tell me that they're going to try to get another black guy fired. So before I left, I told the black guy, I said, yo, these people are gunning for you, man. So like, you know, the little things that you're doing with the phone and all that stuff, stop doing it because this girl's about to get into this position and the first person they're trying to get rid of is you. He looked at me and said, nah, 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 they ain't like that. I said, All right. I said, yo, you see me over there and you see my face scrunched up, right? And you see me with my head down and I'm trying to listen to music and like not even... Because what he said about Jewish people Mm -hmm. was disgusting. To to make the short, the, the, the long story short, yada, 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 stuff happens, right? They get the guy fired. He starts, he doesn't say nigga, but he says things like I was telling you, Naja, like, you know, that I've heard white people say are people of, of, of that aren't black that will say to try to incite the word nigga or the word nigger, but they're not saying it. Oh, my, my, you know, my white friend's faster than that, man. Come on, B. Me and Billy Joe Bob would have finished it a long time ago. Just shit like that. He made the man strike him. The girl jumped on his back. When the girl jumped on his back, he didn't know the girl was on his back. He was in a rage. He ended up hitting her. I see two other black guys who know what happened not stick up for him. Yeah, scurry off. Get him scurred off. I get back there. The boss already knew me and that guy had a volatile situation where I was going to do him something and I had to tell the boss, like, yo, this guy's got to leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? One day I leave. He writes, he writes my government name and puts it on the bathroom and says, that's my office. It says some crazy other stuff to the boss. They had to fire him. The girl, after he left, displayed the same actions every day. Every day. So, back to the first point we were making at the beginning of the pod to end it off. Racism, overtly or covertly, I said that correctly, right? Mm-hmm. It's dangerous. Absolutely. And the only way we can get rid of it is if we stop treating each other. Because, you know, I'm not here talking about turn the other cheek and listen, if some police die, some police die. I'm not going to be crying for them. Because for the 10 that were bad, the 1,000 that were good should have called them out. Or else you've got a 1,010 bad cops. Mm. You see what I'm saying? If me and you in the store and you steal something and I'm a goody two-shoes and I don't promote that stuff, if I don't tell nobody I am participating in the action. Yeah, just as well, right? You see what I'm saying? So, you know, as a whole, us as black people, we don't need to show the other cheek or show, you know, threats or do anything violent. But we need to find some way to get the people who are in power to listen or put people in power that yeah. we know, even though everybody in power is corrupt. Let's just get that shit out the way, okay? This is not me saying I, I'm wishing for fucking rainbows and unicorns to be flying all over this motherfucker. But I am saying that the right people who have the right intentions, who are willing to go through all the way with it, that's what we need in offices around the world. You know? You see what they were doing to black people in China. So you so you surprised that somebody in America would do this stuff and it take this long? Right. You know what I mean? And the word nigga, for all my people out there, I will try to refrain from using it as much as I can on this podcast, okay? 
I will respect people's ears. But understand that me, motherfucking King E. Crush Glass, that <laughs> word don't mean shit to me other than I'm saying what's up to my homie or my black brother or my black sister. If you try to use it in a derogatory way, you will not get any violence out of me. You might get a chuckle. I might give you a head nod, toss you a coke, and tell you to have a smile. Well, actions out of me. I think the first time, the only time a person has ever called me a nigger was at work. I ain't never said nothing to this person. Call me a nigger. I look at him. And I smile. I never said nothing. And homeboy never came back to the work after that again. <laughs> I never touched him. I, I'm just saying, my hands never touched him. My hands never touched him. But he never came back to work. That's the only time. Like I said, D. My hands never touch them. Not my hands. Hey, man, I, I only God can judge you now. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I and that's why Tupac's the greatest. For all you young heads out there, this is why Tupac's the greatest. Because his music right now, right now, is relevant. Absolutely. It's relevant. Some of his interviews oh. when he's saying certain things, it is relevant. So like, comment, subscribe. Well, this was a this was a good discussion, guys. I think we could probably go on for hours and hours with this one. Um, for me, you know, I think about you know how do we combat racism and all of that, and it's it's a very very tall order, you know, a, across the world. Um, and the most I can do now is focus within my household and within my community. You know, I think one of the main main things that we can do in terms of empowering ourselves is not only, you know, read books and blah, 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 but also I'm a very, very strong proponent of rebuilding that Black Wall Street, rebuilding Black wealth, you know, buying from our own, um, because that builds a, an economical foundation that is is the same as strength in numbers, you know what I mean? But you know, the black dollar is very well and alive and kicking, but we don't support each other enough in that regard. And no, that's not going to, um, you know, combat racism directly, but you know, if our socioeconomic statuses are raised, right, that filters out you know that's a different tree with a whole other set of roots that are so deeply grounded that our children and our children's children you know may have a very different story yeah uh, moving forward right and even in the individual identities we have as black men as black women you know potentially as um gendered bodies you know whatever it may be but on the whole really supporting each other and building a community in very many different ways on top of what we already have and strengthening that and not losing sight of it yeah. uh, kind of and getting trapped in the big machine that that we you know live in right now i i would like to add a little bit on that before we get out of here to all my people 
We need to stop robbing each other. We need to start opening doors for each other. We need to start supporting each other, not just financially, in general. These little parties everybody's doing, they need to get together, especially in Calgary. They all need to get together, and I know it's going to be a smaller pot. But if y'all come together and start building that way, then you're going to show others that they can build other ways. Do you know what I mean? Black businesses that sell clothes and all these things, Listen, we're not saying give a black discount. Make your money, but just don't overcharge. And for the people buying it, don't complain that the Castro oil is $6 more over here than over there. You're getting it from somebody who was a black business person. They've got bills. They got everything they got to pay for. So, yeah, they might have marked it up $6 but you're getting the real authentic stuff that's for us. Period. Well, it's not been done since forever, but the real key to it is for us to work together. Absolutely. Stop stop trying. Stop trying to bring the other brother down, work. Work yep. with the other brother. Bring him up. Let him bring you up. Yeah. Bring that sister. sister up. Let that sister bring you up. And just know, not every non-black person in this world is out to get you. Absolutely. We're all humans, and we just need to work together, come together. Yeah, but you know what? To be honest, last point before we got to get here, we... Together, we need to work together. There's too much division. Even when it comes to I'm Jamaican, she's Haitian. Yeah. In most cases, our people won't mingle with each other. Oh, voodoo and this curry goat and you know what I mean? This <laughs> is stupid. But you know what I mean? We we have to all come together as one and build. If we do that, the world is endless. We spend the most money. Yeah. We buy up everything. Imagine if we start buying ourselves, selling what we have, creating ourselves and keeping it within us, within our culture, within our gates. Yeah. We'll be powerful, man. But I don't have to say anything about the culture, but look, you all know certain cultures. Look how they work together. Look how they come together. Yeah. And look what they achieve. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we all need to do. Buying out retail blocks in the whole nine yards, right? Yeah. Yeah, in pure gated communities that they yep. had their hand in from laying the sod to fencing mm-hmm. the house. So, you of know, course. yeah, the more we come together, it, it, it can only mean success. Yep. Right? Exactly. We've got to get rid of that scarcity mindset as well to do it. Sure. So it's your boy King Eat Crush Glass and my homegirl. This is Free Free La. And Manila. Naivinci. Like, comment, like, subscribe. Comment, subscribe. You know who it is. It's your people. Bounds of Opinions. Thank y'all. Easy. Peace. Hey.